This episode is sponsored by Day by Daybook, a guided journal that helps you navigate the ups and downs of change while creating a life you love. For more information on the classic recovery or teen daybook, go to livedaybyday.com. Journaling not only helped me get my thoughts and feelings up and out on paper, but it allowed me to start questioning these limiting beliefs I had been holding on to for years and old patterns of behaviors that were keeping me stuck. Recognizing the outcomes I'd been creating in my life helped me take more accountability, not only for my actions, but for the mistakes I had made when I simply didn't know any better. Welcome to Journeys Through Change, a podcast that inspires women to let go of the fear and say yes to possibility. I'm your host, Noelle Van, an author, creator, and empowerment coach who spent years in corporate America helping innovators and leaders ride the waves of change with ease and grace. I now work with women to step into change and unleash the power they have to create a life they love. Whether you're contemplating a change in your career, relationship, health, lifestyle, or anything in between, nothing's off the table. I'll be offering up simple insights to help you manage the ups and downs of change and sharing interviews with successful women who took a leap of faith to create the life they knew they were meant to live, sharing their wisdom, advice, and all the juicy lessons they learned along the way. So get cozy in your favorite comfy chair and let's get started. So I've been wanting to do this episode for some time now, and I feel like there's so much to share on the topic of journaling that I don't even know where to start. So I thought I'd begin with how I started my practice of journaling and the many benefits of this crazy, simple daily practice, and then share a little bit about what I have going on around journaling and some offerings that I have for you that might make it more simple than you think. Now, my experience with journaling goes back to my early 20s. I never had a journal as a kid, but as I got out of college and had more time to write, journaling became a daily practice. Now, it evolved over the years, and I didn't start to really see benefits of it until I was in probably my late 30s. Now, there was a lot of dysfunction going on in my life during that decade, and I was experiencing a slow ending to a fairly toxic relationship at the time. So writing at first served as a source of sanity just to try to sort out my thoughts and release frustration. And it later became invaluable because it allowed me to look back on and start to piece together just how toxic it had become and recognize the patterns in my own behavior that I'd later need to unravel and take accountability for in my sobriety. As my drinking progressed, I took about a four-year hiatus from writing altogether. My addiction really amplified my lack of care about, well, much of anything. So my lack of patience and reluctance to pay objective attention to my own thoughts made sitting down and concentrating for five or 10 minutes a bit challenging. Once I entered recovery, I started it again, and the love I had for it immediately came back. Now, for those of you in recovery, you may know this already, but a common thing that happens when you get sober, especially if you've been abusing substances for a longer period of time, there is typically a backlog of thoughts and emotions that have never been released that come flooding back. When this happened, journaling was an outlet for me to capture all of this and a way for me to sort through the limiting beliefs, fears, and anxiety that I was facing pretty much on a daily basis, especially in early recovery. It became more obvious how much of a coping tool it really had become for me over the years. I often say journaling saved my life, and that's because it's been such a huge source of support throughout my sobriety. Journaling not only helped me get my thoughts and feelings up and out on paper, but it allowed me to start questioning these limiting beliefs I had been holding on to for years and old patterns of behaviors that were keeping me stuck. Recognizing the outcomes I'd been creating in my life helped me take more accountability, not only for my actions, but for the mistakes I had made when I simply didn't know any better. 
Now, there are so many misconceptions out there that journaling takes a ton of time and you need to be a writer to get anything out of it. And this could not be further from the truth. You could literally journal for five minutes a day and start seeing benefits. It may seem like a thing of the past or simply something too time-consuming, but there are lasting benefits in this age-old exercise of writing that are often overlooked. Writing is a powerful practice, especially as a way to focus on our daily mental health. With anxiety and depression on the rise, it's critical now more than ever to do whatever we can to support our emotional balance every day. And this can be difficult, since we live in a culture where productivity is king, our drive for achievement can often come at the expense of our own well-being making it even more critical to put our mental health front and center in everything we do. Now, a 2006 study showed that writing in a journal can be as effective as cognitive behavioral therapy when it comes to reducing the risk of depression in young adults. It's a pretty big deal. And numerous studies have shown that journaling can reduce overall levels of depression. In 2018, Cambridge University actually published an article citing several studies that have demonstrated the beneficial effects that self-expression through writing has on physical and emotional health. The data is out there and the benefits are real. On the most basic level, journaling helps you become more aware of your needs and desires. So writing down your thoughts, moods, feelings, or simple observations for just a few minutes each day helps you connect internally and is the first step in understanding what's going on in your own mind. I believe journaling has a power to heal and can reveal things within us that may have otherwise been left undiscovered. For example, when you allow yourself to write in free form, almost as a stream of consciousness, no going back to edit, just letting it go, it can almost take on a form of meditation. Oftentimes, it'll bring forward some surprising things that are hidden within your subconscious that can help you better understand the motivation behind your thoughts and actions as well. I use this technique at times when writing the manuscript for my book because the more freedom I gave my mind to just unload, the more came to the surface that I didn't even know was there. This part takes a bit of courage, I must admit, because you have to be willing to look at some of the raw and honest stuff going on in your own head, but it's definitely worth it. Writing also helps you manage stress. It's safe to say we're always experiencing a level of stress in reaction to what's going on around us, to one degree or another. COVID is a perfect example of how stress and anxiety was brought to the forefront of our lives in a big way. Journaling also helps you process different experiences and work through the intensity of emotion that comes up. A great way to facilitate this is to revisit your writing a day later so you can look at it from a different, less emotionally charged angle. This gives you some distance so you become more of an observer, often creating a shift in perspective that helps you see things differently when you're feeling like you're in the thick of it. Now, as we know, thoughts can become runaway trains, and before we know it, we're wound up so tight about something that we can barely breathe. So seeing your thoughts on paper makes it easier to determine what the facts are and which ideas are worth looking further into and which ones are mere speculation. Revisiting journal entries, by the way, is such a powerful way to see your progress in retrospect. As you look back over a week, month, or even a year, you can see how far you've come. Journaling with prompts is another great tool if you're just getting used to it or have less time or patience with the process. Prompts can inspire an idea and help you get your thoughts down on the page. And we're going to include some examples of journal prompts in the show notes, just in case you're interested. Now, the interesting thing is writing actually activates several different areas of the brain. Vision processing and memory retrieval are two areas that become active. Another part of the brain it affects is the frontal cortex that handles multiple thoughts or mental multitasking. Now, one thing that surprised me when I first started writing for long periods of time was that I would get so hungry an hour or two in. 
And this is because you're actively engaging your brain and your brain needs fuel to support its functioning. Writing seems to force the brain to work even in ways it's not used to. So for example, a big part of addiction recovery is replacing habits and old thought patterns with new healthy ones. Now, addiction is largely a habit that's planted in the brain, and the pleasure centers of the brain have been manipulated to maintain certain thought patterns, and they become well-worn ruts that you cannot get out of. Your brain just automatically repeats these same patterns, and it has to be forced out of those ruts to try out new pathways. Writing is known to exercise these new thought pathways in the brain. So this is where the practice of turning around negative thoughts in the moment is so critical, and you can easily do this on paper too. So knowing all of this, in my early years of sobriety, I took my journaling one step further by incorporating an additional little practice that I want to share with you. Now, let me say this. I was feeling crappy every day and had zero energy, so I was looking for any way I could to simply feel better. So I just started adding a little graph to the side of my journal to color code my moods and energy levels so I could see if there was anything I was doing that was causing me to feel so lousy at the time. As I kept at it, I began to see patterns in what I was doing each day and the thoughts that kept appearing in my journal, which were these well-worn pathways. And soon I began to connect the dots between how my thoughts and behaviors were affecting how I felt. Now, this is when I actively started changing, basically reprogramming my thoughts and adjusting my daily activities. And it was like a whole new world opened up for me. I was finally taking control of how I felt and for the first time in my life started to actively manage my daily well-being. This was huge for me. Now, I decided I needed to share this, especially with friends of mine in recovery. And the day-by-day book recovery was the first version I created, first as a hybrid between a traditional journal and a daily tracking system, keeping in mind others I knew in sobriety who did not love to journal and who were just getting used to the practice. I soon began offering the daybook to treatment centers and behavioral health specialists, and I received some pretty powerful feedback that this simple method that I had created could really reach beyond sobriety and support life transitions of any kind. Helping to elevate mood and energy when facing lifestyle, health, relationships, career shifts, or just the ups and downs of everyday life. From that feedback came two new versions with this tracking method at its core. So the Daybook Classic supports your daily well-being in times of change, and Daybook Teen is here to help adolescents become more comfortable accessing and expressing emotion, especially in challenging times. Now, I can say now, using these tools in my coaching and partnering with organizations, I am a full-blown advocate of self-expression through writing as one of the most powerful practices you can incorporate into your daily routine, hands down. I'm going to dedicate an episode to the method used in the day-by-day book so you can get an idea of how it works and just how easy it is to start a practice to help you not only get better acquainted with journaling, but to become more in control of your mood, energy, and well-being throughout the day. Just another option for those of you who want to take on this practice with an additional benefit. Now, as a parting thought, think of the practice of writing as a way to dig a bit deeper and to get to know yourself better. The mechanics of your writing do not matter, and no one other than you has to read your writing for it to be effective. Beginning the practice is the first step, and it's a great way to add a healthy ritual to the beginning or end of each day. It may feel slow at first, but continuing to write each day will become easier, and I am telling you, you will be surprised, but it will soon become a much-anticipated exercise telling you more about yourself than you ever knew before. Now, as we close, there's three important things I want you to keep in mind. The first is start out simple. You want to want to do this, not feel burdened by it. Number two, make it a habit. 
Best to do it at the beginning or end of your day and incorporate it into your daily routine. And lastly, do it in your own way. Think of it as a form of self-care and have fun with it. There's no right or wrong way, just what works best for you. So if you're interested in learning more about the Day-by-Day Book, go to daybydaybook.com to get started and receive 25% off your purchase with the discount code PODCAST25. I also have exciting news that our 2024 versions of the Day-by-Day Book will be coming out in January, and I will soon be extending an invitation to join our journaling community, where we'll provide resources and support to one another to help you incorporate journaling into your daily routine sharing wins, challenges, best practices, and milestones with one another along the way. Also be sure to check out those journaling prompts in the show notes. It's a really great way to get started. That's it for now. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Journeys Through Change podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or really wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow us and leave a review if you've enjoyed this episode. And share it with a friend or on social media to spread the good word so more women like you can find us and join in on the fun. For more information on the podcast or Day by Day book, go to livedaybyday.com.